0: Hello, hello, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Spinning Thoughts Podcast. This is Angelo coming at you, and uh, I've got some energy here today, uh, people, because I'm really stoked about this one. I might say that pretty often, but I really mean it when I say it, and I mean it when I say it right now. So I hope everybody's stoked for this one. If you didn't know, it's episode 32. And uh, I've got some pretty badass guests. Before I tell you who they are, make sure you're following us on Twitter at SpinThoughtsPod. We like to talk and have fun. Without further ado, everybody help me in welcoming. We've got Brad and Joe from Dry Jacket. Fellas, what's up?
1: Yo, what's going on?
0: (laughs) How was that for an introduction? Did I do you guys well?
1: Oh, yeah. You set the
0: bar pretty high. Now now (laughs) It was too nice. Now we're just going to be cruising through the rest of the episode. So thank you guys for being here with me. Uh, I was telling you off the air uh, that I feel like you guys have been pretty busy. So we're going to dissect some of that busyness here. Uh, But I kind of want to kick off here right at the beginning with something that's about to happen this month. So uh, the band in March is sailing off to the UK for a gnarly tour. With the early November. It's starting March 17, I believe, guys. Uh, congratulations on that. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, people, I'm assuming yeah, you guys are pretty stoked. Really excited. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The early November, uh, man. I mean, I've been jamming them since they started. Fucking Ace Enders. Yeah, I love exactly. It. I know. Ace Enders is gorgeous. Are, are, I don't know how we're
1: going to have to be in the same room with him, you know? <laughs> are,
0: you, are one of you guys friends with him? Like, for real? Uh, you guys seen Buddy uh, Buddy playing trumpet on stage yeah. and stuff. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, so actually, our, <laughs> our manager, Joe Morrow, is a, the guitar player in November, and uh, no over way. the years, you know, we've got we've gotten close with the band, and we demoed a couple songs with Ace in the studio in uh, in New Jersey, so, like, yeah, we, we've been getting closer with him over the years.
0: It's really rad. Um, I mean, those guys are, like, one of the pivotal bands in, like, the emo pop-punk kind of early 2000s stage, you know, so... Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I grew up listening to the drive-thru bands when they were oh. on the drive-thru, so it's... So it's some of the best that's ever come through. I I totally yeah, it'll be pretty crazy
1: in to tourism.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I think it's gonna be fantastic. I'm glad to see that they're they are touring. I think it's been a while since they really have. I um or at least there was a hiatus in there for a little while. Um yeah. So nice to see them go and going over the pond. So have you guys ever uh, played in the UK before? No.
2: <laughs> never. No, we never even been there
0: seriously no, not even on our
2: own <laughs> are you
1: guys no, nervous n- about it
2: <laughs>
1: yeah probably more than we we'd uh we'd like to admit but i would be fucking to, nervous. To, we just want to make sure everything goes all right with like gear and equipment and merch and all that like you know it's just how we're already going to
0: be out of our element
1: how so, do like, you align the transport
0: me. of all your equipment
1: well luckily for us uh we only have to bring guitars and pedals because old november will be running a backline there. Oh,
0: nice. It's oh, going to wow. be an
1: orange backline. So we'll be uh, sharing that with them. But we'll still have to bring our guitars and pedal boards and cymbals and stuff like that. So, so that, ma- that makes it easier. But. Yeah,
0: for sure. But help me understand it. Um, I You know, I've played in some bands. I still do nothing serious, hence why I resort to a podcast. But Um, You know, just trying to get a goddamn show is hard enough, then trying to tour the United States, I could only imagine. (laughs) How the hell do you, like, figure out all the logistics of going to the UK? I mean, do you guys have a big role in this, or is it just kind of taken care of? No,
1: luckily for us, uh, between Joe as our manager and uh, our other manager, Mike Karina, like, they they are just leading the way for us and, re- and helping us uh, answering all our questions about like, well, how do we do this? How do we get there? We probably yeah. annoy the shit out of them <laughs> asking way too many questions about it.
0: No, I but can But luckily imagine. we have,
1: uh, we have them helping.
0: Yeah. And I see you guys on, on the socials trying to find some places to crash during the tour. How's that going? Uh,
1: it <laughs> works out sometimes. If not, uh, we get, we find some great deals online for some, uh, a single bed a hotel room, and we all just climb into it like we did the other night.
0: Listen, all my folks over there eating fish and chips, you have the opportunity to have dry jackets stay in your house. I mean, that's a, <laughs> that's kind of a cool thing. So, uh, you know, yeah, open that's your a total doors. We're <laughs> <Literally>. clean. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah I'm, I'm assuming then you guys got lined up with the early November uh, through the different networks that you have with management and things like that. How long had this been kind of in the works?
1: Um, It actually hadn't been too long. It kind of came up as a surprise. I think the early November had had it planned for a little while, and it, it had even been announced. I believe, before we were even added. So I'm not sure what their game plan was, but it it, kind of came up last minute, which was exciting for us.
0: Were they, do you know, were they intentionally, or not intentionally, I mean, um, were they at the beginning looking to not have like a consistent like opener come with them? Did they make a change in that direction like towards the end?
1: I'm not sure, actually. I, I have no idea. I'm sure they planned on bringing someone. I think it just has to do with the logistics of two of figuring out yeah who they were going to bring
0: and who they all. Is could it agree just on. the two of you guys, Dry Jacket, early November? Are they bringing on any locals? Does it? How does that work?
1: Yeah, yeah, there will be locals at uh, each of the shows over there, which is which is nice. And it'll be it'll be nice for us to meet some new people that come yeah. over there. You know, like I'd love to make some friends over there.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Do you guys have a favorite British band? Um, <laughs> i just okay. jumped into like super thought-provoking out of nowhere
1: i i a couple of years ago i really got into a lot of frank turner as he was getting bigger so yeah. I, that, that's the first one that comes to mind
0: for me Any anyone yeah, else yeah i used to love athlete too athlete was a good band yeah that was british pop when that's all real popular ton of great music coming out of there. And, and a little bit later in the pod, just as a little teaser, I'm, I'm bringing back a segment with you guys that I did with a band from the UK, Def Havana. I'm not sure if you're familiar. They're awesome. Um, so I'm going to bring back a segment that I did with Matt from the band. Uh, it's called The Revolutionary Music Wars. So uh, it's going to be fun. It's coming up here in a little <laughs> bit. Just to tease you. Uh, awesome. So- <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna be sweet. Uh, so guys, what are you looking forward to most about this tour? So much is going on in such a short amount of time. I mean, what are you looking forward to really?
2: Hmm. Uh me personally, it's going to Scotland because that was always a goal of mine. <laughs> uh yeah. and we have a show in Glasgow and I honestly I'd love to see just like the architecture out there, seeing something, you know, older than our country itself. Yeah. Just, like, right? Isn't that crazy? Like that. yeah it is crazy when you put it that way i'm just looking forward to that yeah yeah maybe like drinking a pub or something
0: so and (laughs) one of my questions one of my questions for you guys was going to be are you going to have time to be a tourist so is there some there's some gaps in time even if it is for a day or something where you get to just kind of relax
1: yeah well well the best part i think about touring over there is the fact that your drives every day are like anywhere between like an hour and a half to yeah, like three right. hours pops you're right and, and compared to the united states i mean when we're touring on the west coast you're used to driving like six or seven <laughs> sometimes nine hours just a day one. so yeah. like we get a yeah it's gonna feel like we have a ton of downtime which is great because we'd love to see some stuff while we're there
0: and how many of you guys like who how many are traveling with the band just us just yeah, the yeah we'll, we'll
1: be doing yeah we'll be doing everything it's and we'll, we'll actually be working for them in November, doing some stuff for them too.
0: Oh wow! Yeah, you, uh, you guys. Yeah, have we'll got be a running, lot going
1: uh, <laughs> running all the merch. And I, Adam's actually going to be playing drums for them. while he, we're over no there, way. so that'll be fun for him to have, What an have to honor do two that steps is, a night. Huh? Yeah, he did. Uh, he filled in for them uh, back. I think it was 2013 Warp tour. He
0: did so. Wow! Now, they, Joe, are uh, you going to be doing a trumpet if we, if we were again.
2: Yeah, yeah, I will be. Uh, yeah, since I'll be up there doing a couple of songs on trumpet, I'll, they kind of want me teching as well. Wow. Probably tuning some guitars. You guys are going to have some uh,
0: some cool experiences coming up here this month. I'm really excited to hear about it um, after the fact. Now, on this topic of this UK tour with the early November starting March 17th, more recently, the band's been touring with other badass artists of the genre. Most recently... You guys just finished up, I think the other day, like yesterday, really, with um, Aaron West in the Roaring Twenties, which is Dan Campbell from The Wonder Years, right? Yes. Which both, I mean, I love The Wonder Years. I just recently started listening to Aaron West. It's fantastic. It's just like a stripped back version of The Wonder Years. Um, so very cool. And then toward the back end of 2016, you guys were on like a 33 city tour with Yellow Card, right? Yeah, that was pretty crazy. Holy shit. Congratulations. I mean, seriously, in a very short amount of time, you (laughs) you guys are accomplishing a ton. And the other thing I noticed that's really cool about you guys is not just like fans, but like other bands, like big hitters in the genre, like real friends, are like saying like how much you guys are kicking ass right now. So um, kudos there. Um, If you could sum up. Thank you. Yeah, if you could sum up those experiences from like the last couple tours that you guys have been doing with all these amazing artists. If you could wrap it up into like a few sentences, what would you guys say about the experiences?
1: Uh, Well, This year for us has just been like, between all those tours you just mentioned, and recognition from many different bands uh, that we're fans of, like real friends saying good things about us. All of it has just been like one crazy year. (laughs) Uh, It's really exciting. It definitely has has, uh, reassured us that we're doing the right thing, at least, what makes us happy and just keep doing it and we just want to keep making more friends and touring and stuff so all these experiences have been great I mean we totally got home last night from the Aaron West tour at like 5 in the morning or this morning I should say so
0: I, I'm already ready to go back out even though I didn't get a lot of sleep <laughs> I bet well you you don't have much longer and you're going to be out of the country I know a it's, week and a half two yeah, weeks. it's coming so obviously the yellow card that tour like that was that was huge i mean 33 cities i think right yeah
1: yeah, yeah. it was that was 7 weeks and full us
0: it's not often at least from what i see not often that it, and you guys were like the the opener for yellow card um basically you got i mean you guys did the entire tour with them right yeah you don't see yes. that often. yeah the entire U- us yeah you don't see that very often where the like the uh uh, guest act is is really sticking the whole way through they usually like kind of break it down by region almost you know um so the fact that yeah you're, it's you're almost like you get
1: that... four four different bands to do it throughout yeah the right. suppose,
0: but... yeah so the national exposure is fantastic um was there there was there a particular date of that yellow card tour that stands out to you guys anything anything cool happened within those 33 cities what do you think joe I was going to say, definitely a lot of cool things happened. Uh, (laughs) I'm looking for Mm. like out of the ordinary, like uh, scary, (laughs) freaky, Um, like something shitty, you know, that (laughs) just, I don't know, the uh, fan broke mm. down. Give me something gritty. We
2: did get
0: get a flat tire. That was about it. Yeah, yeah, now we've been...
1: Well, it was the smoothest tour ever in the United States. I have a lot of issues. Yeah, we did. All right, we... When we played Chicago, we, like, to load in the van, you have to park in, like, this underground tunnel that's all dusty. And because we were playing in Chicago at the House of Blues two nights in a row, we decided to just sleep in the van in that dusty tunnel. (laughs) And the Cubs had just won, so the parade was the next day.
3: Oh, wow. So we
1: woke up in this dusty tunnel, and all of us were so sick from sleeping down there. And the parade (laughs) was going on right above us, and we woke up to that. Oh, wow. So that was a pretty
0: surreal experience. Yeah, that uh, kind
2: of like, it like the Matrix, like the Matrix,
0: but when you're not jacked in and it was like a cave or whatever. <laughs> and <laughs> and the what are the, think about this, guys, though, what are, <laughs> like statistically speaking, what are the chances of you guys playing in Chicago, staying overnight there in a tunnel underneath a parade for the Cubs to win? A world series like the, the statistically speaking that like doesn't happen because they, they haven't won in 108 years <laughs> you know i like, know
1: people have waited their whole lives for them to win and then we just happen to be there to the get stuck and underneath
0: win. the parade that, see that's what i'm yeah. talking about people in bands listening that are going to be on the pod someday when i asked you know a, to give me a, an awesome answer that's what i'm talking about that's fucking awesome
3: All right. yeah
0: there you go i dig it so um <laughs> What I want to transition to is something that's been super delightful for me and for so many of your fans in 2017. Uh, Just in January, you guys released what I I believe it's your first full length, correct? Yes. Yes, it is. So you released the debut full length called For Posterity via Hopeless Records. Congrats.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we were so excited to finally get the music out.
0: And you know, hopeless is one of those like how you guys mentioned drive through of like the early two thousands. I mean, hopeless is like one of the most badass labels in my opinion out there. It's housing some of the best music, and and here's Dry Jacket on there, and very well deserved. So um, again, oh thank you, hell yeah. Yeah, no, no. Like, again, I
1: grew up, I grew up listening to a ton of bands that were or are currently on hopeless records. So it it's pretty surreal to consider them. Uh, you say they're label mates, you know. It's
0: kind of crazy. It, yeah, it's uh, it's really, really awesome stuff. You guys are living a dream here that a lot of people, um, could only you know wish for, right? So, um, when, yeah, we
1: try we try to remind ourselves frequently that uh, yeah, what we're doing is pretty
0: cool. Uh, for, for, remain for humble. You know, you guys are very humble. You can see it within like your social media and, and just from talking to you in the short amount of time. I mean, considering what you've accomplished. I mean, you guys are, are still just like, you know, DIY and, and, and down to, nose to the ground kind of thing with the fans and everything. So, uh, very, very awesome stuff. Now, when did you guys actually sign to Hopeless Records? Uh,
1: you remember, Joe? Yeah, yeah
0: that was October 14th. Oh, believe. okay. So, it's been a couple of years. Right? Does
1: that sound right, Yeah, that's, yeah. that sounds
2: right. Oh, oh, no, sorry. That's that's No, I'm sorry. It was announced in... In the next year, in fifteen, technically we we were we were in talks with them the year before, we gotcha. signed everything in October. But yeah, so I guess it was announced in February fifteen. So is, yeah, that, that stuff takes <laughs> way longer than you'd think it would take.
0: Oh for yeah, sure. oh yeah, it's not as easy as like yeah. you shoot an email. They're like, yeah, dudes, you're signed to Hopeless, and then you post it on Twitter. You know, uh, definitely, yeah, exactly. Technically, yeah. Definitely guess, a lifespan. Yeah, man. that was that was. Uh, yeah, it was it was in fifteen, the beginning of two thousand fifteen. So was for posterity. Is that the first release on Hopeless? Um, our, they
2: actually released our first EP, okay. uh, Lights, Blocks, and Faucets. That was released on Hopeless. Um, so that, I believe, I guess it was April 15th. Gotcha. Um, and then, yeah. And then, you know, we tried to tour off of that for a little bit, did a couple runs, and then, yeah. you know, went in the studio, recorded the full length the following year.
0: Do you guys, I'm always curious, do you guys have, like,. Um, an anticipated number of releases that have to go through or will go through hopeless. Is this just kind of like a one album deal or what's the future looking like in that regard?
1: Now we, 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 uh, we may have more coming out. Uh, this one was guaranteed. It was going to, we had to do the EP and the full length and then, you know, doing any more is kind of up for discussion at some point. So like, it's hard to say right now if it is or won't, you know, but, that's absolutely. all contractual type stuff that's yeah. sorted out like when when the time comes kind of Abs- thing. But absolutely. we just wanted to do we want we wanted to do a lot of legwork. It took a while to get the full length out after the EP, um, which you know like feels annoying for us to take a while. But it also gave us the time to put in a lot of legwork and like you know we we needed to get out and play shows and do some tours and just like get the rhythm going of you know figuring out. Getting used to playing on stage and playing these songs because it, it, it's much different than a lot of us, the bands we were in prior. So yeah. it was kind of nice to take that year in between to get out there, you know, not get on the road.
0: People are so quick, like bands are so quick to to release new music, and I think it's great to keep the the gears going and everything. But the, you know, they're releasing singles or they're releasing EPs, and all that's good and dandy. But I think it's good to let you know, fans and the public uh, digest what you put out, especially after a full length and really let it kind of sink in, build on the tour. Um, So I think that's fantastic. Um, Good approach there. Now, what does the creative process look like for Dry Jacket? Is it a collaborative kind of effort or or does somebody really take the initiative? Break it down for me.
1: Um, I guess...
2: I kind of take the initiative. Um, typically, some some of these songs on For Posterity, a few of them like um, Milo in particular, some of them I've had for a couple of years. Yeah. And then um, but typically what I'll do is I'll write like enough riffs in like the same key. Like at home, pretty much something that is enough material to be a song, and then take it to the band, and you know we'll loop the parts over so everyone can write to it, and then we kind of piece it together in like an order that we think works. Um, and try to structure it as a band. So, yeah, I'll usually have everything ready, and then give it to everyone after. Alright, yep. how do we get? Figure out what works best. Everyone makes their part, and then, uh, and
1: then after we, then, have- then we do
2: a nice, a nice shitty iPhone recording of
1: it. The <laughs> so the joke can t- can take it home and write some uh, lyrics over it.
0: Yeah, the the iPhone recordings they never turn out to be the way you thought it like sounded when you were like actually jamming it. You know, you you play it back, you're like, "What the fuck? It sounds like this is from the '60s or something." Like the quality, is I know, just not I know. there.
1: But, I mean, that's classic. Like people in 2017, like us, complaining about an <laughs> iPhone recording.
0: The fact, <laughs> I can, know, right? the fact that we
1: can even do that, that, like, we should just be happy that we can. Yeah, 30 years ago, that second. would have
0: blown somebody's mind, and now we're bitching about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, from from when you guys like first entered the studio to where to, to like when you literally walked out for the last time, what was the time frame? Like, how long did it take to record this? Uh, well,
1: it's that's like, that's funny that because
0: yeah, I, I think it was just under two weeks,
1: and yeah. we we each went in there. I don't know. Maybe a lot of other bands aren't as prepared to go into the studio. I don't that's know. That's really we impressive. Like, we. Do, we did not we did not want to go in this video yeah. without like at least having an idea for every single part for every single song. So we yeah. went in extremely prepared and we each banged out our part our instrument in a day for the full whole full length and then just took our time adding vocals and all that and extra stuff.
0: Wow. You guys are like a dream come true to like uh to somebody behind the booth, you know, to come in and, and <laughs> just really have your shit together and, and get ready to rock yeah. it out and just capture it, you know?
1: Yeah, well, I guess it depends how you, how you work too. Like it, we didn't have the luxury of saying like, "Hey, we'll just sit in a, we'll just fly out somewhere and sit in a studio for a month and just right. like demo and take our time." You know, we did a lot of demoing beforehand, and then just we were ready to go and we got
0: in. Guys, uh, overall, what would you say the the goal of this album really was? I know that there could be so many things that a band wants to accomplish with such a uh, impressive release like this, but what 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 did you guys want to achieve? Now, the
1: one thing that we all felt, I know we all felt this about the record, is we wanted to make a record that like you would listen to all the way through, because those are the best records, ones that you put on, and you don't just put on a particular song, that you put it on from the beginning and you listen to it to the end. Yep. And that's why we put a lot of thought into the, the, how we organized the track list, and so we just really wanted, wanted a record that will like stand the test of time, and people can put it on in 10 years and still be like, oh, this record, let's listen to the straight through. No. Uh, I don't know if we achieve that, but that's that's what we wanted
0: to do. There's definitely a flow from start to finish on the on the album. So if that was a if that was a goal, you definitely did, in my opinion, achieve that. Um, and like I mentioned, yeah, there was many many a debate about the order. Oh, I bet. Yeah, I bet you. With this particular album, there was definitely conversations regarding it because it's always tough. Even if you're not trying to create a flow, and sometimes that's intentional—you know, you want it to be kind of choppy and all over the place, whatever. Uh, but if you're trying yeah. to create consistency, yeah, finding that placement—I bet you you probably spent more time trying to figure out the placement of the tracks than you did in the studio.
1: No, we did, <laughs> and like mixing, <laughs> mixing, and all
0: that—we that took
1: way longer than the, the even the uh, the recording.
0: I bet i bet it's a it's a badass album everybody so for posterity it came out and i think january Thank of you. 2017 uh highly recommend that if you've already jammed it you know you're already doing it multiple times so kick up that kick up that number and if you haven't heard it yet it is worth a listen now gents what i want to do here is i want to play a track from the debut full length from dry jacket called for posterity uh we're gonna play patreon without funds for everybody to check out is that cool Absolutely. Badass. All right, everybody. So please enjoy the track off of the new album for posterity from Dry Jacket. It is Patron Without Funds. <laughs> So that was Patron Without Funds off of the new full-length album from Jai Jacket. It is for posterity. So guys, anything about this song that you want to chat about? I know that there's a music video coming out for this. Uh, Bring me up the speed. Yeah, we we filmed it
2: just a couple weeks ago. Um, It was actually written and directed by Josh Cole, uh, the bass player for Foxing. Oh, wow. um, Who recently put out yeah, he recently put out like a video for you blew it. Um yeah, he's he's great. Um he was he was awesome to work with. I mean he just you just feel comfortable with him at the wheel you know, he he knows exactly what he's doing. You're like, Yeah, I, tell me what to do. I know it's gonna look great. <laughs> Is this your first time working with him? We, yeah, we, we wanted we wanted to work with
1: him for a little while. Him and uh Johnny Comar also worked on the video and we've wow. seen both of their work and they've worked together a couple of times. They work separate and like everything they did we just kept being like well how do we get them and uh the stars just aligned and it ended up working out um yeah we reached out and asked and he was interested in doing it
0: your your stars have aligned so much that that it's blinding guys I mean seriously you guys are doing I know it's making me think
1: at some point it's got to fall apart (laughs) no
0: you can't just keep no, it look. Here's the deal. I mean, you guys have built something, and you're connecting with people, and that's that's why these things are happening. You know, we're in a world that's so um, inundated and desensitized by all the media uh, that you guys are finding a way to connect to people, and and that's why these good things are happening. So I I you know would assume that they would continue to go your way because uh, you guys are some good dudes. Um, so. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm full of compliments. You know, it's it's good to spread the love. Yeah. Um,
1: keep them coming.
0: Yeah. So, guys, <laughs> when is the music video for Patreon Without Funds dropping?
1: Uh, we actually mm-hmm. don't
0: have a
1: release date, unfortunately. It's, it's just being finished up, uh, being edited and colored. And then.
0: Man, talk about a tease for real. We don't even know when it's coming. I know. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you
1: thought you, you, thought you were going to get a release date, but you're I not did. Right now, I did. I actually was what I was
0: hoping for, guys. Is you were going to be like, you know what, Angelo? We haven't announced it yet, but this podcast rocks so fucking hard that we're going to drop the date right here, right now. It's coming out on, Boom. and I was going to be like, shit, look at that, guys. I get the hard questions, I get the hard answers. It didn't happen. I'll go out on a win. I'll go out on a win and say that we'd like to have it out within a month or so. Um, you heard it here, everybody. About a month or so is the drop date. That's, it. that's <laughs> it. For Patreon Without Funds. You heard it here first, so we're we're excited to see it guys. Um where was it filmed?
2: in uh, uh
0: throughout uh New York City, uh, mostly like around in Times Square. Okay. Is that yeah. difficult to do yeah, that? A couple um, other with like all the people and do you have to get like certain permits and in, in uh, and whatnot? I don't it know was if you we <laughs> we did. <laughs> <laughs> Screw it, you know. It probably would take too long to get them anyways. Who's going to who's going to know? Yeah, I mean there's yeah. so many people we with cameras there anyway. Yeah. yeah. We didn't we didn't have
1: any issues.
0: We got lucky. So well that's good. Um now what can we expect from the video? Can you guys give us any kind of context?
1: Hmm. I, I want you to do that Joe. We, uh, we can't say too much,
0: but <laughs> I'm telling yeah. you the tough questions, um, guys.
2: It's a little odd. Maybe I'll put it that way. Um, two maybe separate worlds kind of come together for a little bit, and it's it's a little bizarre. Um, you know, a lot of people probably have a couple questions when they watch it. Of maybe the meaning behind it. That's good. Um, thought provoking. it can be interpreted in a couple of ways, which is, yeah, yeah, I think it'll definitely be thought provoking. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I, I think, think it also it pulls out. Beginning.
1: Yeah, and it pulls out a lot of the I think it pulls out a lot of the themes that the song itself has in the lyrics too, about like just being in anxious situations. I mean, even if it's not on the surface, seem anxious. I know.
0: Well, so what I've gathered, guys, is in about a month or so, we're gonna not know much about what's happening with this music video for Patreon <laughs> without funds. Does that sound about right? <laughs>
3: Yeah,
0: nailed Exactly right <laughs> Let me just make sure My facts are correct though It is a music video For Patreon without funds Right? Oh uh,
1: yeah for yep. sure Okay Now
0: we can confirm Alright, see Tough questions You get the tough answers Guys, you see what I'm saying? This is life lessons With the Spinning Thoughts podcast So uh, I'm really looking forward to it guys uh, I, I appreciate uh, You telling me what you can When you can So um, y- You guys have done A few other music videos though Right? This isn't a first? Yes. Do you guys- Yeah, we
1: have a couple. I think we have three.
0: Do you guys try to follow like a certain theme or find a sense of consistency with your videos, even if it's so minuscule, but just some sort of underlying commonality?
1: Um, not maybe, maybe not in like the tone of the videos isn't really the same and the videos are different. Really, it's just kind of like, uh, we just like working with certain people you know, so like we've gone. Our first couple of videos were done by our friend Jesse and Ryan, and like we, you know, we went back to them a couple of times because we worked well with them. And then we decided we wanted to branch out for this
2: one because we knew that uh, Josh and John did such good work. Yeah, if if I could, I think in a way the maybe the only thing that they do have in common is you never try to be too serious or too heavy. Yeah, um, it's always supposed to still be somewhat lighthearted. Um, I mean like our first video is just us playing cards in a lot of obscure places. Um, you know, and then the other video is a guy falling and bleeding out and you know, it's it's kind of it's it's not supposed to be too serious, it's just like our songs. It's there's some meaning behind it, but at the same time. You know, it's it's pretty minuscule. <laughs> do you guys yeah.
0: do you guys hand over most of the creative like control to the director? Or is it shared? uh for this one Um, for patron without funds we did uh
1: before it was much more collaborative because it was a smaller scale videos and uh like i said we worked with our friend jesse and ryan who when you're working with your friends it's always going to be much more collaborative but in terms of the uh the write-up for this was completely done by josh and he sent it over and i mean he tried to stick to the script as much as possible but things change in the moment i think we, we were there all day filming in the city and like if we had ideas, they were down to hear it. But uh, he he, he kind of spearheaded the whole thing.
0: All right, dudes. So here comes the fun part. Um, not that this here, hasn't here it been is. fun. Yeah. We're ready. Um, <laughs> so we um, in honor of the upcoming tour with the early November in the UK, uh, starting March seventeenth. I'm bringing back a segment that I did originally uh, when I had Matt from Def Havana on the pod. So it's called the Revolutionary Music War. Here's the gist of it, guys. It's pretty simple. But it's pretty awesome. Um, I'm going to name you an American artist or band, and then a British artist or band. Uh, always the all right. all, always the American one first, and British second, uh, just for consistency. And then I just I want you guys to tell me individually which one you like better. So we'll we'll see if uh, your uh, your your future friends in the UK are gonna agree with you or not. Okay.
1: Yeah, this could ruin us right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was just a, yeah,
0: I was gonna say. Chances are I'm not gonna know a lot, I think. Well <laughs> um, I tried to I tried to keep it uh as uh broad as possible. So here let's let's try this out, okay? So um this, okay. This, is, this is the second installment of the Revolutionary Music War with Brad and Joe from Dry Jacket. So first up we've got the Jonas brothers or One Direction. Oh man. And let's do Brad funny. first then Joe, just so again, everyone can keep who's who's saying what. The fans like to All know. Right. Um
1: I think I would probably have to go with
0: the Jonas Brothers.
1: That song yeah. SOS when it came out, I I still sound check with that riff sometimes. Okay. So I'm not even embarrassed to so. say Joe? <laughs> yeah, no, I agree.
0: The Jonas Brothers. <laughs> I'll go with you guys on that one. Jonas Brothers it is. All right. All right, good. Next up. We made the right call. Next up, and I'm very adamant on my choice for this next one. We've got Taylor Uh -uh. Swift or Adele. Oh, man. That's not even a – that's so easy.
2: Taylor Swift. Really?
1: That's a little tough. Are you kidding? Yeah, me? I'm gonna go Taylor Swift too. I'm going Taylor Swift,
2: but still, I
0: think it's Taylor, <laughs> Taylor Swift. We just listened to her record the other day, dude. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm I'm all T Swift all the way, hundred percent. Yes, exactly. Killer. Okay, we're look, we're we're on the same page so far. Let's see if we can shake yeah, it up a little is bit. Yeah, uh, this good. Next up, we've got Twenty One Pilots or the 1975. 1975. 1975. Hey, I'm with you as well. The 1975 all the way as well, too. I love them. Uh, they're coming. I guess they're going to be in the States here soon enough uh, on a pretty badass tour themselves. So, uh, okay. Next up on the second installment of the Revolutionary Music Wars, we've got Panic at the Disco or the Struts?
2: Um.
1: I would probably pick Panic at the disco, just because, I
2: don't know, I I know a lot more of their hits, I think. Yeah? Yeah, I'd say the same thing, I'm actually not familiar with the other bands.
0: Okay, Um, I'm all about the struts, I do love Panic, I listened to Panic since their first album, I think in 2005, right around there, Um, but I've been digging on the struts, I really have, Uh, so Joe, if you're not so familiar, check them out and let me know what you think, okay?
2: Yeah, I will, cool.
0: All right, guys. Next up, we've got, and and I think I might know the answer to this for you guys, but we've got Real Friends <laughs> or Neck Deep.
1: I'm uh, Real Friends,
0: definitely.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm weird. actually different. I mean, Neck Deep's label mates, so it's sad that we have to go against them. But, uh, yeah, definitely Real Friends. You're right. We, I we didn't became, realize
0: that I was creating such a controversial one with this. You're right.
1: Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> Man, yeah, I should get like a podcast a award for this stuff. shit. I don't know if anyone's actually <laughs> listening. Working <laughs> because I'm not even thinking about no. it. It's just happening.
1: Now, Dan, uh, Dan from Real Friends was nice enough to like let us crash them when we came through Chicago, and we we had barely known him yeah. at the time. He just had checked out our EP he and great. came out to came out to a show, and you know, we became friends pretty quick. So,
2: yeah, got a soft spot
0: understandable and <laughs> I'm going with real friends on this too and hey just keep in mind since I know all these bands are definitely listening right now uh don't get butthurt we still like you we're just you know we're comparing that's all yeah all right guys I got a couple more for you um we've got the killers or the arctic monkeys
2: uh the killers yeah I'm gonna go with the killers as well
0: I'm going killers too we're, uh... we're really on the same page here yeah however I
1: have their Concert DVD, of them at uh, playing in the U.K. So it kind of evened out, evened <laughs> out a little bit. Yeah, they're spreading the love.
0: <laughs> they're spreading the love. Yeah. Uh, this next one I'm pretty adamant on as well. Maroon 5 or Coldplay? Coldplay. Yeah, I'm going to go Coldplay as well. I'm going Coldplay I'm as well, too. I'm not a huge fan of Maroon 5. I think they're crazy talented. Yeah. Crazy talented, but yeah, I just...
1: I like I like Adam. I think he's probably yeah. a cool a cool dude
0: to hang yeah. out with. All right, so let's go to uh, the last couple are going to be classic rock. I'm hoping you guys know these. Okay. There we go. <laughs> All right, we've got E-cords. we've got the Beach Boys or the Beatles. Oh
1: man, <clears throat> yeah,
0: that's so hard.
1: I'm going to say the Beatles. Just like I don't know. I want to go. With- Beach Boys real bad but I have to go with the Beatles just because I don't know I feel like there's more history like super significant history behind the Beatles as a band and that is always interesting to me and I'm always watching documentaries on that shit so i go with the Beatles
0: me too they're my favorite you gotta love them uh, Joe do you love them
2: what
0: is shit <laughs> <laughs> uh I do love
2: them but I don't know though I mean I Beach yeah, you know I, I can Wilson. see you going Beach Boys on this. Kind of sympathizes him, you know, with the mental illness and he, he, he writes a lot of the songs.
0: And... Look, don't piss yeah. off Paul McCartney. What if he wanted to come to a show of yours here in March? Ah, uh, you're right. Paul. All right, Beatles it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Paul, Paul, if you're listening to this, we need a Florida crash on. So, yeah. Uh... <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, be, I bet you he'd
0: have more than just a floor for you to crash on It could be his private jet It could be, you know You could probably give you guys all yeah. a house of, For yourself to crash in Like buy yourselves a separate house Exactly Thru, Scattered exactly. throughout yeah. the Airbnb's UK house. Ser- Yeah, seriously yeah. Uh, That's a good uh, business venture, Paul Think about it um, Alright, next yeah. up is The Doors And I would go with The Beatles, by the way uh, Next up is The Doors or The Who Oh, The Who, mm-hmm. right away. Uh, the Who, for me, was, like,
1: the first, like, classic rock band that I grew up listening to because my dad was a big fan of The Who. Yep. And Jeff Rittall and plenty of plenty others. So, for me, like, even before I was aware of anything else, I knew every Who song before even knowing about, like, The Beatles even or Led Zeppelin yeah. or anything else. You know what I
0: mean? Yeah. They started it all. This
2: one's this one's tough as well.
0: I think I'm
2: gonna go to the Doors. So.
0: Joe, I'm with you. Jim Morrison uh, is one of my favorite artists. Uh, I think he was such an yeah, intriguing and yeah. interesting human being. Um, yeah, how- well, I'll just see myself
1: out then, guys. I'll, I'll
0: talk to you later. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know we
2: have a huge, huge, a huge The Who poster right in Brad's basement where we practice.
0: Oh, really? Out. Yeah.
1: Okay. Adam (laughs) knocks it down all the time because he leans back against (laughs) the wall and then it
0: rips. All right, guys. So the final one in the second installment of the Revolutionary Music War is Aerosmith or Queen.
3: Oh.
2: Oh, man. That's
3: another
2: hard one. I don't think it's that hard. I mean, sorry. No, No, I guess it's not –
1: It's Queen. It's got to be Queen. Yeah. It's Queen. It's
0: Queen. Yeah. Joe, that's where you're at? Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be Queen in my opinion.
1: um, Yeah, Freddie Mercury, you can't top.
0: So, everybody, that was uh, the second installment of the Revolutionary Music Wars. Uh, Brad and Joe, I'm going to give you a round of applause for that. What would you think?
1: Yeah, we made it
0: through. I I think you guys did it to perfection, and it was great to pick your brains on, so <laughs> thank you guys for participating in that now, as we're transitioning toward the end here, and I want to thank you guys so much, seriously I had a good time, I know we joked around a lot talked about some serious stuff, I want to thank you for giving me time, you're super busy, and you're doing a lot of really nice things is there anything else you guys want to add or say, anything I missed anything uh, we should keep on our radars Um,
1: yeah, just wait wait uh, anxiously to find out when the release of this patron without funds video right. is S-
2: sometime this
1: year <laughs>
0: <Maybe>. <laughs> wait guys <Yeah. laughs> hold on now we're broadening the scope you said this month or so <laughs> now we're now we're saying fuck it it's any time this year
1: yeah Sons well if you haven't checked yeah, 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 out for
0: so posterity
1: yet yeah, you can do
0: that in the meantime check you know out what the record and... that's a great recommendation
1: yeah let us know what you think we love to hear what people. Yeah, think. It. Unless it's bad, then
0: keep it to yourself. <laughs> but if you like it, love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, give them the love. If you don't got love, then find <laughs> yeah. love and then give it to them. Just don't <laughs> don't come with the hate. Nobody wants that. No way. <laughs> yeah. and, and Dry Jacket's putting out too much good vibes with the music and everything that they're doing. So hey, before we sign off, actually tell the people where they can find you. What's uh what's some of your like handles and whatnot?
2: Um, Spotify. What you think? Take- I guess right. Yeah, Spotify, Spotify.
0: but uh, Spotify.
1: as far as, like, social media so- social media stuff goes, it could just be, like, you search dry jacket on anything, and it, you just skip over anything that looks like a jacket and click on anything that looks like a band, <laughs> and you'll pretty much find us anywhere.
0: You know what? That's <laughs> there's, great there's, advice. There's a lot of things that come up when you search dry jacket. <laughs> that's some great advice. Skip over Columbia, skip over uh, North Face, and then just yeah. go to the one that's a band.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: Skip over Unless all Unless you eBay, really like that jacket, you can go
1: to that. Yeah.
0: It, well, then they better pay you guys. You know, they better you better get some like uh, royalties here. You know, if 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 the jacket industry starts to grow, while you guys are growing, I don't know if that's coincidental. You know, we'll we'll just take we'll just go on Shark Tank and yeah. sell them our band name to use for a jacket company. You should get a patent on it now before somebody does. You know, I know. I know. <laughs> I really appreciate you coming on. I'm so interested to see what the rest of 2017 holds for you guys. Um, And let's chat again soon, okay? All right. Thanks for having us. Once again, I want to thank Brad and Joe from Dry Jacket for being with me here on the Spinning Thoughts podcast. The dudes are going to be busy. Starting March 17, they will be in the UK with the early November. I've also narrowed down a window to sometime in 2017 or within the next month or so for the brand new music video to drop for patron without fun. So you ask the tough questions, you get the tough answers. Their debut full-length album via Hopeless Records called For Posterity just came out in January of 2017. So check that out. And while you're at it, make sure you're following us on Twitter at SpinThoughtsPod, Facebook, SoundCloud. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and more. Our website is spinningthoughtspodcast.wordpress.com. Signing off from the Spinning Thoughts Podcast, this is Angelo. Keep on rocking out with your peace out.